We are at war, and it's not against our neighbors, spouses, children, politicians, or whatever else we feel like we're battling against. So the questions are, who's the fight against, and are we winning or losing? We're the Adkins, and we are a force to be reckoned with. Are Are you you ready ready to join join the the force? Back again. Today we're talking about what do you do when you and your spouse don't agree, and we're going to talk about that. It's going to be a pretty quick episode, um, we only so that we don't get into a fight. Wrong. <laughs> so that we don't get into a fight. No, but before I do, let's talk about one of our more recent disagreements, and I want to open with the, a little question. Okay, Southwest Airlines. <laughs> If you fly Southwest Airlines, you know that <laughs> I it's know where this is what now. is it called? Uh, the boarding, like so you you check it's in. Not like normal airlines where you get a ticket and you get an assigned seat. You don't yeah. have an assigned seat. You have you a place in line, yeah. and then you once you get on, you get to choose any seat you yeah. want. So if you check in like exactly twenty four hours on the dot, you there's a pretty good chance that you're more toward the front of the line. If you forget to check in, you're toward the back, and you're one of the last people to board, and then all that's left is. Middle, middle seats but i'm not even going there because we just traveled and Corey forgot to check us in one flight and we were in middle seats and then also one of our flights yeah. got canceled and we were able to sit by each other but it was full so then we were faced with the question well Corey wanted an aisle i wanted a window so that i could sleep and it was like okay well when the seat gets filled Babe, what are you going to do? Are you going to move to the middle so that we can sit by each other? Or am I going to move to the middle so we can sit by each other? Or what? And he was thinking, I know in his head you were thinking, oh, it's not going to get filled. Yeah. And then a lady like, caught him off guard and was like, hey, can I sit there in the middle? And he freaking let the lady sit in between us for a four-hour flight. I was so mad. I was like, first of all, selfish you my love language is quality time we have four hours on a flight with each other no kids and you choose to put in a lady in between us and second of all you have the only ipad so i'm left with nothing you get to watch tv okay hold on and i (laughs) all right first off i was i don't remember what i was doing but i was doing something on my phone when it happened i had to make like a split decision really quickly and uh, second off, you told me you were going to work on tax stuff. I shot the Wi-Fi didn't work. Anyway, I shot daggers across that plane all four hours. I was so, so mad. But that's not a funny thing is I had this question written down mm-hmm. as like an icebreaker question before this even happened. Because I want to know what Wait, my this yes, scenario but before, my question before was, it took place. Yes. My question oh was, my as families, if you fly Southwest, you get family boarding. So you board after the A's. So you mm-hmm. get pretty much that. So you can guarantee that you sit with your family. Yeah. So my question is, what's your Southwest airline boarding strategy? We had one pretty nailed down when we had our three kids. So we're just going to go with that because there's five people in our family. We take up almost... Two rows with Mm -hmm. one open seat. But if it's a full flight, what's your strategy for that? Nobody likes to sit 
by kids. Yeah. Okay. So here's here's there people have different strategies for this, yeah. but and actually, I heard somebody just talk about this on a podcast. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. But they didn't use our strategy. Okay. The strategy that I normally use. Oh, interesting. Use. So our strategy is kind of the best. So. Yeah. So our strategy is to take up as much space as you can look, look in as the, big as you can in the seat. Split the we actually we split the adults up. We put the most active kids in. With, so we we put two of them that are a little more calm mm-hmm. in the row that we're going to take up the whole thing. We don't have to worry about. And then the one where we would have an open seat, we put the most active kid in there. We don't so give them. When people are walking by, we just make sure Maya is screaming her head off. Yeah. And then nobody yeah, wants we to don't give them. We don't give them their the iPads or the and notebooks. We don't give them anything that they can do yet. We let them just kind of run wild a little bit right there in the seat. And we don't make eye contact. Yeah. You don't make eye contact at all. I've heard other people use a strategy, which also works if the plane is full. Yeah. So if the plane is, you know that there's going to be no seats open at all. Yeah. You look for somebody that's smaller gotcha. to come and sit. Like with I you. wouldn't mind sitting by a kid. Right. In that situation. Yeah, yeah. You could sit by a kid or you look for like a, maybe a smaller female, not yeah. somebody that's going to take up two seats. Okay, babe. I'm just saying it's true. No, it is true. And like, if it's not a full flight, other strategies are, like you said, take up a lot of space. You can, like, if Corey and I are flying together on vacation and we know that there's not a full flight, so we want to keep that middle seat open so that I can have my window, he can have his aisle. And then if we want to, like, hold hands for 30 seconds, we can. You put your your bag on the seat. Yeah, so you it put looks the armrests like up. You kind of spread out into them. You start like kissing each other. Well, okay, no, we don't do that. <laughs> we do not do that. We don't do that. You would never do but that. Anyway, we're curious. You're the least PDA person ever. <laughs> we're curious. What is your Southwest Airlines strategy? So I don't know where you'll where you'll share it. And our last strategy, actually, that we just used is we'd bought in a couple of burritos. So we put our trays down. We started yeah. just we spread out. We started just yeah. munching down them burritos. Yeah. Like, oh no, man, you can't sit here. Yeah. We got a whole thing going on. Mm-hmm. You're really inconvenient. Oh, really, man? That's yeah. what we're gonna do. But you know, the last thing that you want to do is put a lady in between you and your wife because she was an older. Lady. No, it's not because of that. It's just because like. I'm like, really? Like you sat, whatever. You didn't want to sit by me? Okay, hold on. You're calling me selfish for not moving to the yes, middle. Yes, and I also said you could have said, babe, why don't you scoot over and give her the window? But scoot over and give her the yeah, window. Yeah, put me in the middle so I'm sitting yeah, by you. You could have done that. You could have asked. You did. Okay, so you what do you guys do? You didn't do it either. <laughs> what do you You're guys- saying I could have moved. You could have moved. What do you guys do when you and your spouse don't agree? That's what we're talking about today. I don't know so, if the strategy is going to work for this. I mean, scenario. honestly, we're not marriage experts. We've only been married for like 13 years and we'll, Almost. Never, we'll never be experts, but we've been married for a while. So we're just going to share. And the reason we're sharing this is because on this episode, we're going to be talking about a lot of things that we've navigated over the last couple of years as a family, because the heart of the podcast is to find families, navigate Christian challenges that we all face create a community of people like-minded people and rise up and be a force to be reckoned with. So with that come some challenges that we've talked through and worked through over the last mm-hmm. couple of years. And most of them, I would say we started off not on the same page, a lot of them. 
So yeah. like, and you, hold on. Before you say what we did, why don't we say where we used to do? Okay. Okay. So <laughs> if we used to have a disagreement about something, and even if it, and especially if it was something about one of the kids was asking for to be able to do, mm-hmm. we would just have it out. Mm-hmm. We just go at it. We'd be going back and forth, taking shots at each other in front of the kids. You know, usually ended with me leaving. Yeah, usually. <laughs> and with Beth going down the road and then me be like, you can't just leave right now. I'm on a roll. And I would just hammer and hammer and hammer and just try to beat her to the ground with like logic. And she would come back with these real emotional things and go for the freaking balls. Oh, my gosh. You, you did can't talk about that on here. Okay, what do you want me to say? Go for the throat. She would go for the scrotumus maximus. <laughs> like, what <do> you... <laughs> Every I mean, time. I'm really good at going for the throat. Like, but like dig in. Good. Yeah, and stuff's not even true. Just rude. And then, and then she would leave, and I'd be like, we're not done yet. And I'd be like, oh, yes, we are. And she would go, and I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to call you 20 times until you get your butt back here. <laughs> Where are you going? What are you doing? We're not done. Get back here. Oh, click. Hang up. Oh, I'm calling you. Oh, now she's I'm not answering. Chipotle. Boom, 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 boom. It's like, nah. We're going to finish this right now. The Bible says don't go to bed angry. So, yeah. So we're going like, well, to solve this right bed. now. I'm tired. No. I don't want to talk about this right now. We're going to fight until you agree with me. <laughs> yeah. So, safe to say, it's been, Where's what's the count say over there? It's been 64 days since our last incident. <laughs> I was like, I thought there was a real count. I'm like, what are no. you counting? No, but it, really. So when, okay, let's just, let's just get to it. Cause we're, we've, we've worked through a lot and we're a lot better than we used to be, but mm-hmm. still not perfect. So uh, most recently, one of our topics at hand has been, we have uh, an 11 year old. And the thing is we're parenting and, an age that nobody's ever parented before. And I'm sure our parents said the same thing, but technology has made things a lot more complex, a lot more complicated. I mean, even it's being implemented in schools. And so I think because of that, kids are doing things at 11, 12, a lot sooner. Like what they're, they're doing things at 11, 12 that we would have done at like 15, 16, 17. And it's been a big paradigm shift. And so some of them as a Christian family, first of all, some of the things that we talk about, you guys, I always want to encourage you, like, you should always take whatever these topics are back to your spouse. And it's like good conversations to talk through because yeah. everybody lands somewhere different. Like and a lot of these things, it's not a right and wrong thing. It's you have to go off of, first of all, biblically, what is right. Mm-hmm. But then even from there, you have to follow your convictions because it's not black and white always. And it, the hard thing is, is it's not like we can just like go to our parents or go to, you know, somebody that's older than us as kids older than us on some of these things. Right. Because like they didn't, you know, they had their own different scenarios, but like, you know, whether it's, you know, video games or cell phones or whatever, like we didn't have that. Yeah. You know, like we were just talking, like when I grew up and I know we're not going to deep dive into the topic, but like when I grew, when we grew up, like my first cell phone, you texted with T9. Like, you didn't have access to anything. Right. And now, like, you can get a kid a full-on smartphone that has access to the internet and Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat and all these things. It's like, And that's very normal. Yeah. For, I mean, there's, like, eight-year-olds with that. And so um, it's about figuring out what works for your family and what, what you guys ultimately agree on. But the first thing that I'll say is when we 
just a couple pointers, which a lot of you guys might know this, but like when we have something so recently, which we'll talk about dating later, but our most recent one that took probably about a month and a half before we came to an agreement on where we're landing with this. It's like, first of all, how do we have a kid who is talking about wanting to date? I think that was the first shock. Like we're just not prepared for this. And yeah. So one, I would say you can't make just a gut when it's something complex like that and you want to have good open communication and good relationships with your kids, you have to be willing to truly consider it. So the first thing is like when when our kids bring things to us or when our spouse brings something to us, we can't just make a snap decision. We have to be willing to pray about it and talk through it. Second, I would say be willing to be open with the fact that it's could take some time to come to an agreement. Um, so, and you should have a conversation with your kid. Yeah. Well, it's not just kids. I mean, even like if your spouse brings you something and so much, like so worse, we get so set in our ways of like, this is right. And this is wrong. And we also have to be willing to acknowledge that like, yeah, that might've worked when you were being raised and you might've completely agreed with the way that your parents raised you, but we're living in a different age right now. And so like, even if your spouse brings something to you, it's okay to be like, all right, here's where I'm at right now. And I know that we're not in agreement, but I want you to know the next thing that you said is I'm thinking through it and I'm praying about it. So I think the next thing is to truly pray about it. Yeah. To pray about it, seek God's guidance and, but also like gather all the information. Mm -hmm. Don't just make that snap decision. That's the next point. The next point is obviously when you're praying about it, you're looking at it through a biblical lens. So you want to figure out like, what does the Bible say about this? What is true? And then pray, ask God to give you wisdom because in the Bible, it says that he will give us wisdom if we seek that. And then the next thing is, I do think it's okay to talk to other trusted people about it. And so for us often we'll like with this dating scenario, Corey and I were on completely different pages. We didn't have an agreement So we were willing to say, all right, well, we're not, our kids were like, okay, well, what's the answer? And so we had to go to our kids and say, well, we're not going to come to a decision tonight. And then the next night they were like, what's the answer? And we're like, well, we still haven't come to a decision. And like I said, it took about a month and a half where we couldn't come to an agreement. So because of that, there was no, no decision. So there's no decision until there's an agreement. We prayed about it. We talked about it. And then also we went and talked through it with some friends. So yeah. And bef- in similar, but, but even before that, like we heard, we got the information from our kids too. Like, why do you want to do this? You know, what does this mean to you? What does this look like to you? Right. And then also if you and your spouse, even if it doesn't, if it's something that doesn't involve kids, same thing, like don't just be so quick to shut them off, hear what their viewpoint is on it, their take on it, their opinions on it too. Yeah. Like gather all the information, see where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you can also, yeah, seek some guidance from, you know, trusted friends, pastors, parents, you know, even podcasts, podcasts different resources and different yeah, perspectives, online resources. This is where it comes in. It's like there's so many interesting and unique perspectives and so many different ways to do things. And honestly, none of them are right or wrong. You have to figure out what is best what works best for you guys and what your comfort level is. And I also think when it comes to kids, it varies kid to kid and their maturity level. And so just like what Corey said, when you and that person 
are at a disagreement. So like if Corey and I aren't agreeing and it's something that our kid is asking for, it's so good, just like you said, to hear their heart and their why behind it. We had this with with video games, with dating, with cell phones. And sometimes, you know, we heard their perspective and we were like, you know what, you're right. And we were a little bit off base here. And so here is the, the, this is where we landed. And then other times it was like, you know what, we hear your heart and we hear what you're saying, but still this isn't a safe decision for you. So we're going to, we're going to stay where we land. And so right. one and, of the, go ahead. And ultimately it comes from, you know, our biblical world, view of ultimately our job is to raise kids that are that have a good great relationship with jesus um, but can function in the real world Mm -hmm. so sometimes it is just like protecting that kid from whatever this thing or decision is because they're just not mature enough they're not old enough or they haven't really shown themselves to be that way yet and then other times it's like okay they might be ready for this or okay with it and they're going to mess up mm-hmm. right they're going to mess it up they're going to do something wrong they're not supposed to but we also like need to allow our kids in to mess up in a controlled environment with yeah. some of these things and then be able to coach them through it because if you just say no 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 once they hit you know 18 or whatever and move out of your house they can literally they can and i try to explain this to my kids like you can choose whatever you want and i'll use myself even as an example it's like guys i can choose to eat whatever foods I want. I can choose to um, watch as much TV as I want. I can choose to, I could choose to own a video game system and play as much as I want, but there's consequences to it. Mm -hmm. Like you got to have self-control with these things. So it's like, you've got to give them this chance to kind of experiment with it now while they're in under your care and under your supervision before they get out in the real world. And just, it's a free for all. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And so I think the last really point that I would say is that um, be willing to accept that often you're going to land on somewhere in the middle and be okay with that. Like, I think that one of our biggest issues in the very beginning was that we wanted to win. So we weren't fighting. Mm -hmm. We were literally fighting to win and Mm -hmm. we weren't fighting for resolve. And so when we wouldn't agree on something, it would just, there was never any resolve because you wanted to be right and I wanted to be right and then there was no resolution. But so many of these scenarios, which again, in the coming weeks, we're gonna actually talk through kids and dating and boundaries in your marriage. And like, I'm excited for the boundaries in marriage one because I think it's a topic that so many Christian couples, they're, it's uncomfortable to talk about because you don't wanna come off like a prude. Yeah, but it's all about like respecting and loving your spouse. And I'm really Mm -hmm. excited to talk about that. But anyway, all that to say, like so many of these things, it's been finding a middle ground and being willing to be like, okay, you know, I hear your perspective here. So let's let's meet somewhere in the middle. Does that make sense? Yeah. And and sometimes it's not. Sometimes the other person comes around to the other person's viewpoint, too. It just depends. Each situation is different, but at the end of the day, you need to hear hear each other out, agree that you don't have to make a decision right in the moment, mm-hmm. pray about it, and seek good Christian counsel mm-hmm. about it, and, and then you can come back together and make a decision. Yeah, and I would say that when it comes to decision time, we 
our general rule of thumb is that there's no final decision until we've found some type of resolve. Mm-hmm. If it's something that there's like a time constraint with it, um, I, I mean, then you just got to do it quicker. Yeah. <laughs> usually I feel like usually we've just known that there's a time constraint. We come to resolve quicker, but if yeah. there's ever something that there is a time limit, and it's something that we're like, well, what if we shift this? And we don't come up with an agreement on the change. We generally will leave things yeah. as is. And I will say, usually if there's a time constraint to it, it's a smaller yeah. decision. Yeah. It's not usually a bigger decision. Like, are decision. we going to go on vacation this year? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. <laughs> or like, can so-and-so stay the night? Yeah. Like, it, it's like, eh, you know, it's not going to be the end of the world if you make the wrong decision on that one. Right, right. Okay, so hopefully this was helpful. If it wasn't, you'll hear us working it out live on the air as we navigate these um, different scenarios that we've walked through over the last year. Uh, Because often, like I said before, Corey and I were on complete different ends of the spectrum. So we are kind of going to take those stances and debate the topics and our different perspectives live and then share with you guys where we landed and why we landed there, giving you guys like some tools and a little bit of perspective and some ideas on how to take this home and sit down with your spouse to talk through them as well and what figure out where agree? you guys land. What if we just agree on the topic? Then we'll share why we agreed. But I mean, let's be real. A lot of times we don't, agree. we haven't agreed and we've had to come to the middle ground. So anyway, we hope you guys have a good week. Thank you for joining us. We would love it if you shared the show. We're just so excited to continue building a community of families and being a force to be reckoned with. Stay classy.